Today's episode of the North Forker Podcast is brought to you by East Bay Builders, Inc. East Bay was founded on a simple philosophy to provide reliable, quality work at fair prices. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the North Forker Podcast. I am Grant Parpin. I'm filling in for Michalina Defont this week as Michalina goes on a little summer vacation. Went down to uh, Montauk, is that where she is? Yeah, I believe so. Must have probably went down there for uh, Trump stock, met a lot of like-minded people and stayed down there, I guess. (laughs) She's a South Forker this week. (laughs) Yeah, South Forker. I can't wait to hear her report from back there. So you're all, you're stuck with me, as you can hear the uh, other people here on this podcast. We have uh, Sarah Austin. Hello. And Felicia Malomia. Hello, everyone. So we got the remainder of the North Forker team here with Michalina away, and we are talking summertime. Uh, Sarah, how would you describe this particular episode theme? This, I think, is what we call your summer must-eat list. There's still a few weeks left, and you want to enjoy all of our favorite sort of summertime foodie treats before they go away. I love that. You know, I, um, I don't know. I feel like... I don't know, maybe every season is great, but there's something about summertime eating, you know, when you start like going out in the garden and grabbing some tomatoes and corn and all that good stuff. I just, uh, I just love this time of year. Me too. It's all about the food for me. It's, uh, it's just, it's everything's so fresh and there's so many great sort of farm to table places to get it around here. So we thought we'd share a few of our favorites. All right. Well, I'm going to kick it off here by going right to, one of my favorites, and that is the lobster roll. Now, Sarah, do you have a favorite lobster roll on the North Fork? Well, regular podcast listeners will know my love for the Southhold Fish Markets uh, lobster roll. I think it's, it's from the fish market, so it's super fresh. And I personally... I don't like a lot of like fussiness and extras with my lobster roll. I don't like a lot of mayo. I just really want a lot of lobster. And that's what you get with their roll. Um, and then, you know, you can also like secret pro tip. You can just take the lobster roll filling home in a Tupperware <laughs> and put it on a potato roll. And it's amazing. So um, the, the to-go homemade lobster roll works too. There's a few others I really want to try. I've heard that the Barrow Food House has an amazing lobster roll. And of course, uh, Duryea's has just opened up this summer. And I'm really anxious to get out there and, and try the roll uh, there with the ambiance. I think it just sounds incredible. So those yeah. are my yeah, ba- Barrow Food House is kind of a, a, a hands down favorite for me. Um, I, we do a lot of this time of year, the lobster roll is just we're eating it. If we're going out, it's like. You want to go some? Nah, you know what? I don't want to go there because they don't have lobster roll. That's just like what we're eating this time of year. Uh, the one at Barrow is amazing. The portions huge, so fresh, so delicious. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. Uh, I also love the one at Port and Greenport. It's really good. Um, and Southall Fish Market. The only issue with Southall Fish Market why I don't necessarily get the lobster roll is because I am so addicted to their scallop bacon ranch quesadillas. That every time I go there, that's what I have to order. It's like the junk food of the sea. It's the greatest. That's amazing. Yeah, I've it's like, tried that. It's like the, the Taco Bell of fish market food. I, I just can't get enough of it, you know, it, uh, even though I don't feel great about myself after I eat it. 
That is astounding. They're way too good at frying fish. Like you should just want it grilled and, you know, fresh and healthy, but oh, why do they make it so good? Yeah. <laughs> Felicia, I would ask you for your favorite lobster roll, but something tells me better. Yeah. Uh, I might be the only person on the North Fork, if not Long Island, if not the world, who does not like lobster. It's just not, it's no. not for me. I mean, I think my thing is like, a lobster, it's not that I don't like it. I mean, it is that I don't like it, but it's like lobster roll or lobster is like this very decadent and almost indulgent thing. And they're typically not like, I mean, they're not affordable. They're, they're, they're more expensive and I will eat lobster, but I'm not, I don't love it as much as like everybody else. Like you guys just talked about. I don't, I, I can't relate to that. I cannot relate to how amazing you just described it to be. I just don't. I don't get it. I don't know. Oh man, not even just like dipping it in butter, old school, traditional style. I mean, I'll eat it. I'll try a little piece if like I'm at somewhere that has it, but I'm not ever, ever going to order it out. Ever. All right. Well, well, we'll have to talk about this later, Sarah and I. Maybe you and I can make a decision on some kind of penalty that Felicia I mean, <laughs> should have to pay for this uh, hot take. Felicia, I'm not easily shocked, but I mean. I'm I'm astounded. <laughs> no, really. You you can sit with my kids. They don't like any food that that literally looks back at them. So when I get a whole lobster, which I love to do this time of year, they're absolutely appalled. They're like, "Your dinner is looking at me. Just turn it the other way." <laughs> All right. So so Felicia, I'm gonna I'll, I'll take it easy on you then. I know uh, you're conveying your simple tastes here. So I'll give you for the next category. Ice cream, another summertime <laughs> treat. Have you figured out your favorite ice cream here yet? I think so. So I live right down the road from Magic Fountain, which has been, I don't know if that's like the best thing ever because I could just walk there whenever I want. Yeah, it's dangerously close. Or, yeah, it's just a little scary how close it is. But they have um, this flavor, honey cinnamon, which is, it, it does taste like a little bit like fall with the cinnamon in there, but it's so delicious and sweet and creamy and different than like your typical ice cream flavor without getting like super crazy or out there with it. And I absolutely love it. Oh, it sounds pretty good. I don't know if that's something I'd necessarily try. I can't get past the black cherry bourbon when I go there. Mm, okay. And, and that would be my pick. I, um, you know, Snowflake is also really awesome. We've talked about it on this podcast before how it pretty much just comes down to what you live closer to. Um, and there's some great flavors there as well, but I, I think I would go with the magic fountain, black cherry bourbon. Uh, it's really delicious. Just the chocolate ice cream. So great. I'm not a bourbon drinker by any stretch. It's kind of subtle though. And then black cherry. I don't know. I'm a black cherry guy, I guess you guys like black cherries. I do. And I'm also a bourbon drinker, so I need to try this. <laughs> oh, <right> you <laughs> definitely need to try it. It's amazing. And yeah. sh shouts to them, by the way, because they revived the North Forker ice cream this summer. We did not expect that. And we saw it on the board and it gave us very, ha it made us very happy. Uh, and that is, uh, I know there's like a lemon going on there. I don't know. I don't remember the flavor. I would never order North yeah. Forker ice cream, but uh, it's, uh, it's great that they do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lemon blueberry. It's really delicious. Oh yeah. Lemon and blueberry. Yeah. yeah, it is good. It is good. Yeah. I was, uh, also, I was over at Patty's berries the other week and we had um we had ice cream there and they they mix in kind of fresh herbs um so my, my daughter said well I was gonna get strawberry but I'm gonna get the rosemary because life's too short 
not to eat something weird. Uh, <laughs> who are your children? They sound so refined. Oh, no. <laughs> sorry, ice cream was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's the recommendation. Wow, rosemary. My kids wouldn't even know what rosemary is. <laughs> um, you know, one other thing while we're on the subject of desserts, I think if you're talking North Fork desserts, uh, you, you kind of got to talk about the pies too, right? I know it's a little bit of a Thanksgiving thing, but you got these great fruit pies this time of year on the North Fork. Sarah, do you have a favorite fruit pie? I do. I live right by Country View Farm Stand in South Hold. Well, not right by it, but drive, you know, it's a short drive and it's a drive that I always make um, mm-hmm. because I love their pies. They have amazing fruit pies of just a huge spread that you can choose from. Um, my favorite, I think, is peach. That's just a classic that I was raised on. Um, and they do such a beautiful version of it, especially this time of year with the fresh local peaches. Um, it's just to die for. I have, you know, my grandmother was from Macon, Georgia. And so peaches are like in my blood and I just love it. Every August, it's like, we got to get a peach pie. Oh man, it sounds so delicious. I'm yet to try their peach pie. So I'll have to put that on my list of things to do here. Uh, for me, um, I'm a, I'm, I'm a Briarmere guy. Nothing, uh, nothing that you haven't heard before. Everybody loves Briarmere. Um, I grew up on it. It was kind of like, you know, some houses they get like an entrance cake or something for when they have guests at my house, it was Briarmere pie, you know, and I'm, I'm traditionalist apple pie. Uh, I love it. You know, any time of year, um, especially we're getting into that season where, uh, where you really want to get a nice local apple pie. Briarmere's kind of always been my family spot, so I'm going to go with that. I Love mean, you that. can't go wrong. That place is heaven on earth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I wanted to talk drinks a little bit, too, because this is kind of that time of year where you start thinking about, um, you know, you need to kind of cool off. It's just getting hot. It's getting humid. And there's some great summertime drinks. Felicia, have you come up with, let's maybe start with like, say, a craft beverage. Do you have a favorite craft beverage out here yet? Um, craft beverage, do you mean like beer, wine? Yeah, take your pick. Okay. Oh my God, that's so hard. Okay. Um, I love, I recently tried Woodside Orchard Cider. I know that's kind of like fall, but it was delicious and it's cold and very refreshing. Not my favorite, not my top one though. I also really like coffee pot cellar Chardonnay. Um, I get that a lot, but I have to say my favorite consistently, I always have it in the house, no matter what. In fact, in the beginning of the pandemic, I bought a case of it because they were having a really good sale is um, Sinino Rosé. It's the best rosé I've ever had. It's very... um, like sweet but not in your face I know I feel so basic saying rosé but I swear to god it's like the most delicious wine I will I will go for it every time no matter I'm always in the mood for it so nice sounds like actually an excellent pick we're um here you know what I'm gonna go with this is kind of like maybe a little too simple and too light and you know I tend to think of craft beers as like heavier beverages but I've been picking up cans of those uh, watermelon ales from Montauk, and it's just like kind of a perfect thing to have in your house, like mm. crack open when you're cooking, grilling, um, or even just like you want to have a little beer to cool off at night, but you don't want to get too crazy right before bed. Uh, and you get that watermelon flavor. What's better than watermelon? Right. 
We oh, actually wow. had we had house guests last summer just sort of stayed in our house for the weekend while we were away, and they left behind a six pack of this watermelon ale, and I was like, "This is weird. I would never buy this, but you know, can't can't go to waste." So I <laughs> tried it, and it, I loved it. <laughs> so <laughs> it sounded weird. I don't usually like flavored beers, but I fully endorse it, and I'm very grateful to my house guests for. Um, leaving behind uh, interesting things for us to try. Yeah, it just tastes like August. That's that's what it comes down to. Um, Sarah, how about a uh, cocktail? Do you have a favorite cocktail out here? Well, I'm in Greenport, so we love Bricks and Rye. They always have such creative cocktails, and they're just so nice and friendly there. And um, there's, one, there's one I always get there called the Backsliding Presbyterian, which oh. is sort of... <laughs> <laughs> suits me personally as well and it's a bourbon drink but um they also have a collins uh for summer that has uh it's gin which to me is just the thing to drink when it's hot um lime it's got cucumber so you know you can say you had vegetables and uh it's got mint in there and grapefruit it's so good so um north side collins at bricks and rye that's my that's my drink of summer all right. And I have had that and I can attest to the fact that it's delicious. You know, I'm not even going to try to one up you here in the cocktail. You, you just, you got to go with bricks and rye. You just covered the bases right there. I don't know. It, it's just not worth trying anybody else when you're picking the best cocktail. I mean, there's so many other places that make great cocktails, but bricks and rye to me is just the gold standard. How can I beat that? <laughs> the only thing they're missing is the water view. So there yeah, are they're missing that. You can get a cocktail and look out at the water this month, and that I fully endorse as well. I love yeah, the deck at Allure or um, some of the other waterside restaurants. So that's true. I mean, it does have that speakeasy vibe. That's not necessarily uh, you know uh, doesn't necessarily feel like summer, but uh, it is after you think it's the kind of place you go to one of those other places. You get the water view. You eat a nice meal. You have a cocktail, and then you do your nightcap over at Bricks and Rye this time of year. Perfect. <laughs> um, what about a caffeinated beverage, Felicia? So I'm not a coffee drinker. Um, so I, I wouldn't, you know, I'm not an iced coffee or a latte or any kind of, that's not my go-to thing in the morning. But I did try the um, iced chai latte over at Northrop Roasting Company in Southhold. And, um, that was delicious. It's cold. It's one of those drinks that, you know, in the fall and the winter, I will have hot. And in the summer and the spring, I will have cold and it gets me through the entire year. And that's my go-to lightly caffeinated beverage and, um, gets me through the summer. And even one time I went there, in fact, when I was writing the uh, Felicia Explorers column, I, accidentally ordered it dirty, not knowing what that even meant. And it had coffee in it and I still really liked it. So I think that's <laughs> to show how great their chai lattes are there, but yeah. <laughs> or, or how great their coffee is. Cause that's definitely yeah. anybody who knows me knows I'm just drinking coffee all day. You know, uh, I drive my wife nuts when I'm like making a pot of coffee at eight o'clock at night. And she's <laughs> like, how do you go to sleep? Uh, <laughs> um, and Norfolk Rosa goes definitely hands down to me, just like the, the best, the best coffee out here. I, uh, I just love it. Um, we always try to have it in the house, brew it at home. Awesome. They do such a great job. So uh, great pick with Newark Fork Roasting Co. Yeah. Uh, you know, another thing when I think of summer, uh, I really think about 
like grilling out on the backyard. Um, you know, I think about just kind of making burgers, keeping things kind of casual in the summertime. Uh, but I also think that way a lot when I'm out, you know, sometimes on just a hot day, that's just kind of all I want is a burger. Sarah, do you have a favorite burger on the North Fork? I'm going to go with the Eight Hands Farm food truck in Kutchoff. Um, <laughs> I mean, that everything they make is outrageously good. I know. Uh, you know, a lot of it's made from their own, you know, livestock on the farm or produce that they've grown right there. And you eat it sort of at their farm with the chickens around at your feet. And it's just, it's not only delicious, but it's very atmospheric. Um, so they have something they call the two hands cheeseburger. Very clever. Yes. It's not always on the menu. So you got to check their Instagram or, you know, check in with them about when they're, what they're serving each day, but it's two grass fed beef patties and cheddar cheese, which to me is the only cheese that I will put on a burger. Controversial, um, but okay. <laughs> and they have like this fresh kind of spicy salsa they put on it and pickles. It's perfect. Yeah, I, uh, I love their burger, too. I think that's an excellent choice. I will um, eat that anytime. I think they should actually call that the eight hands burger because it's huge. Like you kind of need eight hands to carry it, um, which is also how I feel about their breakfast sandwiches. I just had one of those last week. Amazing. Uh, yeah, I love them. I think that's an excellent choice. Just to be a little bit different, I'm going to take it back to my childhood again and think about what I grew up on. Phil's and Wading River. I love their burgers. Um, in particular, they have, you know, like a chili cheeseburger that's really yummy there. Um, they have kind of, you know, it's a sports bar served on like a Kaiser roll. Uh, I love that burger. Uh, I put that up against pretty much, uh, pretty much any just kind of standard bar burger. But that eight hands, that two hands burger at eight hands farm is, uh, that's hard to top. Um, you know, while we're on the topic of sort of uh, bar food, I want to throw one last thing out out there before you go. And Felicia, we did a contest earlier this year, right around the Super Bowl, where we went out and we ate chicken wings mm-hmm. um, and we tried various wings. And I am curious if you, if your opinion has changed at all, if you have a favorite chicken wing out there on the North Fork now. Yeah, so... If you had asked me 24 hours ago, the answer would have been, uh, no, my opinion has not changed. However, yesterday I tried the Lucharitos. Oh, we couldn't try them because they were closed at the time. Yeah. Um, and I love my preference with wings is like, um, not super saucy and I value crispiness above anything else. Um, and the cool thing about their wings is that they're smoked and then they fry them and they don't bread them in anything, which I really appreciate, but they're still so delicious. In fact, I got them to go and then I didn't eat them for another four hours and they were sitting in the fridge and I pulled them out of the fridge to throw them in the oven and heat them up and they were still crispy. Like <laughs> that is very rare. And oh my God, they were so good. I ate them in probably 10 minutes. Like it was crazy, but yeah, Lucharitos. Lucharitos beat out, beat it out. I still haven't tried that. If I'm going to Lucharitos, I'm just not thinking wings, you know? So I, I, no, I got to try that. I always hear great things about it. Have you ever had them, Sarah? Um, I have, and I, I fully endorse. I agree about this. I don't like the sauciness sometimes of wings. They're just like, I don't like buffalo sauce 
at all. So um, they're, they're just very like straightforward chicken flavor. And then they also give you a lot of fun sauces if you are that saucy person. And of course, yeah. all the sauces at Lucheritos are always fantastic and fun and delicious and flavorful. So yeah, um, fully endorse. Yeah, for me, wings, I kind of laid it out in that article in February, but there's like a few just kind of top shelf options. There's, uh, if you like the saucy, which it sounds like you guys don't necessarily, I think um, Legends in New Suffolk is amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, If you want a little less saucy, uh, Phil's and Wayne River, again, I mentioned them for the burger, but they have that sort of uh, char grilled kind of thing. I guess they said they put it under the broiler after they they finish with them to give it that extra uh, crispiness. And, um, and then, you know, what I would say is probably my favorite is that we had, uh, uh when we did that was Jerry and the mermaid. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was going on with those wings, Felicia? What did we ever figure out? I mean, we just couldn't figure out what the secret recipe was there. Yeah, they were just they so different. They couldn't tell us anything, but it was some, it was like very like dark, deep, rich, like bourbon, maple sugar, maple syrup, brown yes. sugar thing going on. I don't know. One of those, all of those, some of those were, were involved. Yeah. And it was that way. Delicious, Maybe. best wings. Um, I'm so hungry now doing this podcast. I don't know about the rest of you. Get in my belly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly how I feel. So thank you so much for doing this. Michalina will be back next week. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll drag her back from Montauk, hopefully. Uh, you think we'll be able to get her back? I don't know. Kicking and screaming. all right well thank you so much and uh everybody out there have a great weekend have fun if you're coming out to the north fork enjoy all it has to offer hopefully uh stop in and uh try some of these things that we recommended this week definitely sounds good bye